Welcome back to 4-4-Fing 2. We're down to the business end of the season now, so Chris and I discuss any potential Hail Marys that could make or break your season, as well as how we fared in an event for Game Week 36. Thing too. Uh, this week I'm just joined by Chris. Hello. Uh, Tommy P's off gallivanting in an undisclosed Greek island. Um, On a ship like Sinbad. <laughs> that's exactly where he is, uh, gaining intelligence for our podcast. Um, I hope he's doing a good job. I'm sure um, he is. We'll, we'll miss him terribly. Um, but the show must go on. It will. It and must. in his place, we have a nice bottle of red. That's true. Um, yeah, it's quite a treat tonight. Gone are the beers that we normally have when Tom's here. <laughs> when, when Tom's away, we're taking we'll a splash the cash. <laughs> um, yeah, it's a very. So, yeah, I'm sort of looking forward to relaxing over the course of the, the podcast. So, yeah, taking anything that I say now, but by the time I get to the end, I'll probably start, start ignoring it. <laughs> Disregard it. Um, so, yeah, today we're going to sort of take a look at um, what's been going on over the last week or so, both in terms of football and what's been going on with our teams. We've scoured Reddit for a couple of questions, um, which we'll touch on later, looking at sort of some sort of out-of-the-box out options. Yeah. Um, out of the box? I don't know if that's the phrase. Outside the box. Outside the box. Definitely not. <laughs> it's out, out of it. Box. Oh, yeah. Out <laughs> that's like a ready-made box. solution. That'd be good too. <laughs> like an Ikea solution. Um, so hits, uh, whether they're necessary, and any potential punts. And taking a look at our off-season prep, which off-season. we need to start thinking about, because that's not far off now. Um, you're just going to drop off the edge of a cliff and be like well no FPL yeah I'm on my summer holidays no pod back off (laughs) Um, stop arranging these podcasts Um, and then until last man standing um, well we've had an interesting development yeah that's all I'm going to tell you build suspense Mm -hmm. Um, but first let's start a little closer on the timeline Chris you were at I was going to say White Hart Lane last night. You the were Tottenham at the Tottenham Hotspur, Hotspur Stadium, Stadium last yeah, night. Um, it was. Yeah. To see Ajax play pretty well against a fairly underwhelming Spurs side. What What are your views? I think Kristen Eriksen said it best when he said we made them look better than they were. Yeah. Um, I was quite excited going into it, not just for it being the, the biggest game in my lifetime. But Absolutely. Also to see this Ajax team that's knocked out Real Madrid and mm-hmm. Juventus, you know. Their away form is yeah, frightening. It is. Now even more so. Yeah. Um, and, um, you know, I think Spurs didn't play very well, but I think they're still in it. I think the fact that it ended 1-0, um, I think they could go to Amsterdam and, you know. Yeah. You know, I agree. Given the, a disruption. given the performance, I don't think it's a terrible result, and Sun will change the way Spurs play completely. I feel. Yeah. Um, it'll be interesting to see what side they put out actually, because there were a couple of boys that turned up and a few that didn't. Um, yeah, that's was, the thing, right? When the whole eleven doesn't Mora, turn up. Yeah. Um, he had a couple of jinking runs, didn't he? Danny Rose. Danny Rose for me was man. Well, Tottenham's man of the match. He got slated by Rude Hullet. He was. He was everywhere. And I think that exposed himself a little bit. But he did, yeah. But I think the formation... So the formation that Poch put formation. out was... Yeah, three, yeah. four, three. Yeah. So, I mean, he if you're looking at... Yeah, if you're looking at him like a left-back, mm. then he didn't defend very yeah. well. But you needed some width in that team with uh, 
and it's a weird formation. It was and it was like how they set up with West Ham, where they had very little width, and then you're playing Lorente, where yeah. he needs service in. Yeah, and, and it, it worked a few times quite nicely as him like just lumping it up to him and him knocking it down. There was one for a Sissoko chance that wasn't as close as I thought it was, where on his <laughs> second like he nodded it down to someone, maybe Ali. Ali had a shot, bounced back to Lorente, and he sort of maybe nodded it down again to Sissoko, yeah. and he sliced it a bit. It he, did, good, he did. He did. He did his good job in real time. I think Lorente did his job. I don't think he could have done much more. He no. had, a, had a header that came close as well. Yeah. Um, I don't think it's a bad result to escape with given the performance. No. Um, I think first half Ajax were better. Yeah. I think they, the first ten minutes, Spurs had the fact that the crowd were behind them. Ajax fans, fair play to them, they're pretty good. Mm-hmm. And Ajax came back into it. Ajax play very. It's very weird watching them because they don't. They play very methodically. You know, they don't play with this kind of raw passion, as it were. It's more like a game of chess for them. They, yeah. The passes that they pick, it's like they're all playmakers. <laughs> so they were they were playing some passes around the edge of the box and in the box. Yeah. Van der Beek's goal, you know, that, that through ball. That, that was gorgeous. Actually. Yeah. It just took everyone out of it and he had so much time. But I think that because they're such a young team, the second half, they were under the cosh. Spurs started to play much better in the second half and... And I think if there's a, an Achilles heel to Ajax, it will be that the further they go in the competition, as great as they are and as young as they are, I think that might the fact that they're young might turn out to be their Achilles heel, that they don't have that... You know, their captain is a 19-year-old. Yeah, that um, is an interesting dynamic. Yeah, they and I think that they, you know, will we'll go to their place, we'll, we'll try and play some nice football, get a goal. That's all you need to do, right? Get a goal and then everything yeah. then turns on its head because once you get a goal, all you have to do is win the game and you're through. And if you don't, then it goes through to extra time and anything can happen there. Yeah. Um, They're still involved in a title fight, actually, in the Netherlands. Yes, they are. They're yeah. level on points with PSV, haven't played the same amount of games. So, It'll um, be interesting to see if they... Well, they have to play this weekend, right? You can't not let them play two weekend. Yeah. I mean, I saw some things on Twitter, which I'd like your opinion on, actually, Reese. Like, you know, Pochettino said he doesn't think it's a fair playing field, the fact that one team gets the weekend off, the other team doesn't. A lot of people were coming back saying, well, you get a lot more money than I do. And then uh, someone else said, <laughs> said something like... Um, Oh, I'm really, I'm really tired this week, boss. You know, I'm playing weekend and midweek, and they're like, "Yeah, you're getting paid a lot of money." So yeah, um, I don't know. I mean, I don't really think that you can't bring the fact that because they get money. Oh, and they were specifically relating it to TV licensing. You get two hundred million in your TV licensing. What the hell does that have to do with the fact that you get the week off? Um, I'm surprised that Poch brought it. Did Poch bring it up, or is it? Poch did say, you know, I, I mean, I didn't really like the fact that they had the weekend off. Was kind of what he said. Uh, uh, yeah, it's a bit tip for tat. I agree. Yeah, and, but, um, I'm not completely sort of comfortable with him raising that. I feel, I mean, it's down to the league, right? Um, if the the Premier League is so all-consuming that it, they want to think of, think of themselves as the main competition in everyone's eyes, for yeah. the teams that play in that league. Um, the Dutch league is probably a tad more forgiving to the teams in that a Champions League win for a Dutch side promotes the Dutch league hugely. Yeah, I guess um, they've got their own agenda. I mean, a, an English team hasn't won it in years, right? But maybe they don't feel they need to win it. True. Probably not. Like, the Premier League's probably a bigger product than the Champions League. Mm. Um, more marketable. Um, I just thought it was interesting, interesting because at the same time, then Spurs are paying more in wages as well. So if you take that into consideration and everything, yeah, 
you know, at the end of the day, football's football. Yeah. And, for, and fitness is fitness and fatigue is fatigue. Yeah. Doesn't matter. I mean, you can pay me £100,000 a year, but if I can't run a certain amount of time in a certain distance, yeah. you know what I mean? It's, I train myself, paid that, being paid that much. Yes, but, but you, you know. would, I mean, any, any, any footballer's salary, yeah. right? Um, I thought it was interesting, but, you know, we, we're in the tie. So I'm sure. I suppose I was. I was thinking earlier. Actually, coming coming home, they've they've got out of harder corners. You know, we were one oh, point one point from most, three games in. in most games this year. Yeah. yeah. So I mean, in, in the grand scheme of things, um, someone said quite rightly, if we'd gone to Ajax in the first leg and won one nil, we wouldn't come back to London thinking it's in the bag. You know, you have to see off the tyre. So let's see. Um, another interesting fixture tonight. I'm hoping you're gonna dish me some team team news on a plate. Now, Reese, um, I'd love to Liverpool bear, Barcelona bear with um, at the new camp. Firmino on the bench, Coutinho starts. Um, good for my fantasy Premier League if Firmino is rested. Is it? Well, I've got, I've got him. Okay, so I'm hoping I don't if know he's how rest it is, but it's Sturridge playing. So it says Firmino fit enough, fit, fit enough to be on the bench. So uh, Gomez plays right back, which is good for my fantasy league. Trent team. doesn't start. Um, Trent doesn't start so that's good news for my fancy league team mm. uh, so Gomez at right back Matip, Van Dijk, Robertson Milner, Fabinho Keita, Salah, Mane, Van Alden so interesting formation looks like they're playing without a central striker they've got Keita, false nine uh, I don't think he can play that I'm sure he could play that role but it would be quite or maybe they're just playing Salah and fa- maybe Mane with like front. a 4-4-2 you know I'm going to put knows. my prediction on the, on the table now ok I think it's going to be 3-0 Barca I think Barcelona are just going to pull the veil down the uh, there's actually an accounting term um, when you lift the veil on a corporation to see what's underneath and I, and I think that as good as Liverpool have been Liverpool are boss in the league I think Barcelona are a different beast and I, and I, and I think that everyone's going into this game and people actually go I reckon Liverpool can do them at Newcamp and I think that I think I think Barca will get an early goal and it will shake them and I think with Gomez at right back, Matic back in, didn't play at the weekend, did he? I think Lovren came in instead. No Firmino, different shape. And I think it will finish 3-0. And then I think they can come back to Anfield and maybe take it to a, a glory tie, you know, 3-0 there. And it goes through such time they win on pens or whatever. Right. But I think at the new count, I'm going 3-0 Barca. Really? Yeah. That's bold. I know. What do you think? I want them to get through. I would love to. It would actually be quite cool to see an all-English final. I'm thinking I think they'll score you do I think they'll score 2-1 um, I was thinking 2-1 and that that's a good result at the new Camp to bring back to Anfield yeah um, certainly better as long as you're still in the tyre going yeah. to the new Camp coming back so last time uh, Van Dijk was at the new Camp he lost 6-1 as part of a Celtic side I saw um, the highlights from that game on the train really? home and he was immense yeah he despite said, losing 6-1 even though they lost 6-0 many people believe it was the game which announced Van Dijk the rest of Europe he was only 22 at the time I didn't, I didn't know that he was that not very similar to uh, how he is now yeah. um, but anyway enough Champions League talk we are here for FPL we are should we take a look at our teams from the week let's do it touch on them briefly um, high score starts I think this is a uh, is this a first? Or am I just being cheeky saying that? Certainly the first for a long time. Um, first in 2019, probably. Probably. <laughs> it's been a pretty bad run. Um, but yeah, I'm top top scoring with 94, um, which is uh, 
yeah, it's been a long time coming. I did play bench boost, didn't get much joy from it. With Rondon with five, Milivojevic with two, Cathcart one, Boric two. Thought I might have done a little bit better than that. So from your bench, you you mastered how much? Ten. Oh, that's fair enough. Double, <laughs> double digits, isn't it? Double digits, isn't it? It's okay. Um, but everyone played at least. My oh, whole, a non-double my whole, game week week as well. My whole squad played. Um, so yeah, I had Leno in goal. Who? God knows how he got. Four points. He made a lot of saves. He must have made a lot he of saves. A, I don't know if you saw match of the day, but there was, there was one moment where he made this outstanding save to the right. It went into a Liverpool play, no, it went into a Leicester player's uh, feet, smacked it back in. He made an amazing save to his left. Um, Love that. Yeah, um, I feel like I I feel a bit sorry for Leno because Arsenal's lack of clean sheets and diabolical defending really doesn't make him look good. But he is outstanding in certain games. Yeah, I think yeah, as an FPL option, he's not fantastic unless Arsenal have got a good run and even that obviously doesn't help them given what they've done in the last few weeks but um, yeah he's... yeah because we were looking at this run mm. inverted commas Arsenal have the easiest fixtures or the easiest run yeah they've got a lovely, lovely run at the end of the and season and they've conceded is it, is it nine goals in the last three or <laughs> something like that it's only six in two I think yeah but this is a shame because Leno is like you said Leno looks like a pretty decent yeah. keeper yeah. but I guess we're probably just going to have to avoid him until they get some just, I don't know just Koscielny Socrates and Mustafi is yeah, they it's been such able, a makeshift defence isn't it yeah they haven't been, been able to play first choice centre back pairing much this year I think no um, it's a shame because Kolasinac and, and a fit Bellerin they're decent yeah, backs. yeah. it's, a, it's a quite, an, quite an appealing back four actually if you do have a, a on form Socrates Koscielny Kolasinac and Bellerin you're right mm. yeah and then um, back to my team sorry please uh Kind of just that that Liverpool fixture on was it the Friday night fixture? Just yeah. How many did you muster from that? Uh, Fifty. Nice. From three players, so I brought in Trent this week. That was my one transfer to a straight swap for Laporte. I don't think I gained much ground. Um, I think you got a point. I think Laporte got nine. Did he six and a six and yeah. a three bonus? So um, Trent got ten. So I'm up. That's the main thing. Um, so yeah. Those and your points. captain was Captain Mane, which nice. was. 26 yeah so Robertson would have been a better captain this week actually he got 14 so um, but I can't really moan can I you can't um, then just picked up and who was your other Liverpool boy sorry uh, Rob, so Robertson oh sorry you had Robertson okay. um, and just picked up bits and bobs elsewhere really Redmond's doing me okay Gray got a goal Aguero with 9 as well so um, just a bit disappointed by Son and Sterling really mm, um, two big hitters yeah that's a lot of money down on them um Son, son had some chances as well. Uh, yeah, he just he 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 really lacked composure in that game. Unfortunately. Yeah, the thing is, it was an interesting one because I, I've got a soft spot for Liverpool, and I I would I'd have liked Bernie to nick a point there or for City to have not scored. Um, wow, they scored by very fine margins. Didn't yeah, they? It's, it's millimeters, isn't it? So um, can you imagine if the title comes down to that? Well, I think it will. And the and the goal they were disallowed at City. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it'll be tight. Um, but yeah, so I'm pretty pleased with my week. I've got green green arrows everywhere. Um, it's just a shame that the numbers next to the green arrows are like up to 88th in one of my leagues. What are you overrank? Great. Uh, um, still over a million. Yeah. But yeah. Um, you can chip that down. Yeah, I'll cut that bit out. Um, it's still it's still like within the top 20 though, percent of the world. I am. Yeah, I, I mean, yeah. Yeah, just boosting your FBL Thanks, podcast man. credentials. Yeah. Um, yeah. 
it's still pretty pretty bad reading but I'm confident going to the end of the season now I'll probably get I'd like to get in the top million I know that's not asking much but um, yeah I mean I feel like you're, you're a Prem side that for a while was nearing relegation but you've had a strong second, strong final leg of the season yeah regret have a really good summer transfer window like Southampton come, yeah exactly can you manage hustle who it was and then uh, next year you come back fighting get yeah. a Graziano Pella <laughs> and you'll be you'll yeah. be roaring. Can you tell me about your team, Chris? Yeah, so I I didn't score as high, but I got eighty one points this week. Well, if you take the bench boost out, I guess it's like pretty even. Yeah, I guess. Um, it was largely thanks to Robertson. Yeah. I, I went bold from Captain Robertson. Oh, you did? I, I did. I'm oh, surprised you didn't, didn't pick up on that, mate. That. You love a captain defender. I love but, um, defender captain so much. I was toying with Mane and Robertson, um, and for a while I was you know <laughs> gritting my teeth why did I not go for Mane mm. uh, who was uh, so close to a hat trick even <laughs> but Robbo um, in the last goal got an assist uh, got an assist in the f- I think the first goal got an assist in the last goal clean sheet yeah. did he get three bonus um, anyway no he got two bonus but he got 28 caps in which was for me buzzing good work isn't it yeah and so I had Mane as well and that was only from so you had 41 from two players yeah um, yeah which lovely um, way to start the weekend shame Firmino was injured um, a lot of people brought him in uh, I already had him in yeah um, so in the end uh, Doherty came in for two in place of him okay. but um, shame about another member of your bench looking at it there yeah <laughs> Yeah, um, the last boy. I'll finish the the starting eleven first. Um, Duffy with two, Doherty came in with two. Mm-hmm. Laporte again, the boy nine points, three bonus points machine. Absolutely. Um, Lurie's got four, got some saves. Um, Ericsson and Sunman. Uh, yeah, <laughs> West Ham. Big hitters. Yeah, so two each. You you were concerned about that fixture as well. Yeah, you, I mean they're always up for it, aren't they? Yeah, West Ham. God say that's their season That's as long as they beat us that's their season which is quite flattering for a Spurs fan anyway uh, Decore 2 Aguero 9 and Gray 8 yeah, Gray bringing home the good, bacon good forward line actually yeah yeah um, but yes you spotted my third sub <laughs> Ward Prowse of 9 and I don't think I would have played him anyway I've, I've brought in Decore because Decore seems to have scored all you know quite frequently throughout the season and then the one time I bring him in and he's I mean he got me an assist last week but yeah um yeah, unfortunately, it wasn't to be. But um, I'm doing all right in my mini leagues. Um, still got some, still got some people that I think I can catch. Um, got a treble captain left, so let's see. Two last game weeks will be very interesting. Yeah, first seems out of reach in our main leagues, and that yeah. uh, Felix is not being invited into the league next year. Um, at Eighty-two points ahead of you. Mm. Um, Second, third, and fourth. Twelve points ahead of me. Um, something like that. <laughs> but you're right. Uh, top top two is on. I'd say. Mm. Um, you sort of if if you. So you made up ground on second and third this week. If you sort of carry on that trajectory, you'll you'll probably sneak above. Sneak yeah. Let's see. And work league. Um, I've got uh, Julian on the ropes. <laughs> He's. Um, yeah, he sees me coming in his rearview mirror. So the last two game weeks will be very interesting. They will. Watch um, this space. Yes, indeed. So how did Tommy P do? Uh, this, this might be more fun. See, this is the slot that's normally reserved for me. 
It is. The, the sympathy Then it's a shame that you don't get to... <laughs> I don't get you know, to rub it in his face. No. But it, at least he'll listen to the podcast this week with him being away. Head um, in hands. So, yeah, whilst you're on a beach in uh, an unnamed Greek island, Tom, enjoy. Um, and that was with Aguero making up... <laughs> but I think before, before we start this, we have to give some background to the dialogue that we had in our WhatsApp group before the transfer window closed, which was... Tommy, Tommy P had De Bruyne mm-hmm. and obviously we, we both had De Bruyne actually I, I had already taken him out for Mane Tom was looking for a De Bruyne out a defender out and bringing in Mane and Trent mm-hmm. and I thought he had two free transfers and he told me he was taking a hit and I said oh, Tom you know do you really want to be taking a hit you know, you, you, you're not so sure that Liverpool are going to do the business. They haven't been scoring freely recently. Why don't you save your one transfer and, you know, take out the Bruyne and go for someone else? And unfortunately, Tom listened to me. He took out the Bruyne for Bernardo Silva. So at the end of Friday, <laughs> a lot of people in the league were on like 40 points and Tom was on a big fat zero. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, oh, reading it back as well interesting do you need to take a hit though that's me don't make unnecessary hits though you have city assets right <laughs> <laughs> I said it oh, I said it in good faith I said it in good faith <laughs> oh um, no but he got a red arrow, red arrow in the league how did he how did he do Reese? points wise mm. So he didn't break 50 in a week. 20, average, 20 below average. Where the average was 69, so it's a pretty tough week. Game week rank of f- over 5 million. Jesus. Probably one of Tom's weakest weakest performances this year. It's a good job he's not here. Uh, yeah. <laughs> um, and it's just... It's let down by a really, a really poor midfield performance, similar to yours, Chris, with the two Spurs boys just yeah. not, not doing the job this week. Yeah. Man, um, he got his captain right as well. If he didn't get his captain right, he would have really been in trouble. Yeah, he picked... Pick, absolutely the right captain this week um, at the players available Jimenez did what Jimenez does um, but there's very little else going on with Southampton defender Brighton defender Wolves defender nothing going on in the midfield with Bilver and uh, Redmond picking up some points and Lacazette up front who big fat too yeah it's it's a, a tough one for Arsenal strikers at the moment Arsenal assets in general Reese. what's your opinion Stick or twist. Just, if you I'm if you're one of these guys with Aubameyang or for example, Tom's got about Europa League because I feel like with their league form, that's going to be their priority for getting that last to get into the Champions, Champions League, League. Or not the last Champions League place because it'll be that extra Champions League place. But I can see it turning. I can see Spurs and Chelsea getting third and fourth. So you think now Chelsea in fourth? I mean, my 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 view of it is now Chelsea have got fourth. They won't let it go. They've always I been kind of falling on. out. I think they'll do enough. Yeah. And the last two fixtures they've got... Um, I don't know, they've I've, got, got. I've got my beer, Chris. So Arsenal have um, Burnley in their last game and Brighton next game. So uh, Chelsea have got Watford and Leicester, which are both... Um, aren't easy. No, they're both losable, but there's nothing that presents a huge challenge. No. Um, and that actually makes me think that Another bold call. I think United might pick fourth, and that's going to come into. Anfield and Cardiff. Yeah. It's, it's it's six points there, right? Like, <laughs> yeah. Even um, even the way they're playing, they, six points. I mean, by the time they Cardiff play Cardiff, are, yeah, Cardiff last game of the season, so Cardiff will, in, yeah, in all likelihood they'll be down by then too. Um, yes, it's interesting, but. Chelsea's goal difference is superior enough that I think they only have to win one of those games for United to be out of it. 
Okay. Um, so Chelsea are fourth with sixty-eight. United are sixth with sixty-five. Eight point. Uh, sorry, eight goal swing would be mm. required on goal difference. Mm. You know, I mean, that's the two fixtures you want, right? For an mm. eight goal swing. Exactly. Um, what a great race for top four. What, good, what a great good, season. It's a good season. Um, for the top and top four. Yeah. And relegation. And, still. The, and the Everton Cup. Yes. Uh, Everton clawing their way back into the uh, into contention. But it's it'll be up to sixth, right? Sixth place, or is it up to seventh? What do you mean for? Sorry, for, for the Everton Cup. So at the Everton Cup is for the seventh place. So but I, oh, so because when I looked on when I look on live score, it looks like it's taken away. I guess it depends if uh, an English team wins. Either oh, in terms team. of like qualification for the yeah. year, yeah, I'm not sh- I'm not sure how that works. It, the the finalists of certain cups confuse me. Do Watford get a place now that they've qualified for the FA Cup final? But no, they City have to win already, it. Already, oh. they have to win it. Oh. Because City have already qualified. So I'm not sure how that works, but um, we can wrap that up in the last. Some of our summer homework, maybe yeah. uh, actually working out how how football works. Yeah. Instead of blagging it. Yeah. Um, which really seems it's gone alright this year. Yeah. Well, not for me. Um, <laughs> cool. Anything else to add to uh, to this week's woes and wins, Chris? So there there is one more thing that we have to cover, and it's uh, our friend from that undisclosed Greek island. Mm-hmm. I think he's got something to say. Good evening, gents. Um, sat here in airport. Um, so if you hear any tannoy announcements, that'd be why, which is one coming now. I'll leave it up to Reese if he wants to edit this out or not, if it wants it to be part of the uh, part, part of the pod. Um, oh, I think that's my flight. Hang on, just get into the good bit. Oh, okay, hour delay, brilliant. Plenty of time for me to record my measly uh, fantasy football week then. Um, yeah, much like kind of the weather on this holiday petering out, so is my FPL season. Um, I went bold this week. Um, basically, the background behind my measly uh, 49 points was that I gambled on not having Liverpool players um, because everyone else around me had them. And thought I'd go for a bit of a Hail Mary because I had a lot of great ground to make up and it didn't work out. So a lot of people got more out of their Liverpool players than I did overall, which is uh, which is not good. My only transfer didn't really work out, which was Bernardo Silva. Um, for this week coming, I'm looking at replacing Vertonghen because I believe he got a concussion last night in the Champions League. Um looking at potentially doubling down on Man United defenders playing against Huddersfield other than that I'd probably just stick Trent in given his uh, his kind of assist potential however uh, I think City players might be more uh, more reliable with Liverpool maybe rotating for Barcelona in the Champions League um, so I'd probably look at someone like Laporte as a replacement in that case Um other options are potentially someone like Marcus Alonso. I know, controversial. Um, but obviously with him potentially back in the side and scoring last week, he might be a good option. Um, congrats to Chris, who looks like he's about to finish up above me. And at this rate, Reese might have a chance of catching up as well. Um, I know you guys reported on football from your various locations, but we definitely did not get around to watching any football in 
I don't know if any takes place, uh, given that it's mostly just mountains and beaches. But it's been a good time anyway. Um, and my last man standing team, I won't reveal now so that you guys can announce it later on. But uh, it's a team who are pretty good on the road. So I uh, decided to go for them besides the obvious. So uh, thanks, guys, and speak to you soon. Thanks, Tom. Uh, what I think is obvious is last man standing choice isn't Arsenal then, uh, given their woeful away record. Um, but yeah, I hope you enjoyed that uh, little soiree on an unnamed Greek island. Um, he did his best to give it away. Yeah, he did. Yeah, we didn't tell him that it was a secret location. I'm not sure why it's secret anymore, but we're taking this undisclosed thing too far. Let's end part one there before I waffle on too much. Uh, we'll catch you in a bit where we talk about some of the questions that we've received and we actually do consider Last Man Standing. So, I took myself to Reddit this week and I asked the lovely FPL managers what they wanted from an FPL podcast in the last two game weeks Mm -hmm. because, you know, obviously we always um, put together a stellar agenda every time and there's always yeah. so much value added mm-hmm. but you know you can always add more value right I think so so um, yeah I asked the FPL managers what they uh, they wanted to hear and um, the first thing I got was they wanted to know especially as the mini leagues are getting close now you know exactly my position right if you're mm-hmm. third fourth you want Chasing. to catch first yeah what would first, you do you want to consolidate and defend a little bit yeah would you take any punts would you take any hits um, and on who and why and uh, if at all so I guess I'll come straight to you Reese. can't go to Tom um, well we can try <laughs> call him up yeah um, so first first would you take hits at this time at this stage in the season um, you know punts are one thing that's the you know Tommy P as he said as he said himself did a Hail Mary didn't, yeah. didn't pay off didn't come off um, but Hits first. Would you take a hit? Let's do those two questions first. Would you take a hit? Mm-hmm. I wouldn't personally okay. with the team that I've got, and I think unless you're trying to squeeze in Aguero or Sterling, I don't think there's really a reason to. Okay, in fair. my opinion, looking at the teams, looking at the teams with good fixtures and good form. Second question: punts. Who would you take a punt on? And I, and I kind of this is this is. You can base it on your team as well, but just in general, um, based on form, fixtures, where we are in the season. Okay, I'd say a left, a really left field choice would be Mitrovic. Wow. He's on terrible, terrible form, but Fulham seem to have not cared enough over the last few games to actually start putting some performances together. They've got Wolves and Newcastle in their last two games, and you just know he'd love to score against Newcastle. True. Last day of the season. Um, Did you see the Fulham fans chant the other day to Cardiff? No. You're going down with the Fulham. <laughs> You're going down <laughs> with the Fulham. Yeah, that was a bit of a turn up for Cardiff. They that's like they don't deserve to stay in the Premier League if they can't beat an already ready no, Fulham. No, that's true. Um, so that's Mitrovic my said, that's nice, my left okay. field. That's my left field punt. Right field. Um, <laughs> right wing. <laughs> well, so, 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 inside left. Let's okay. say slightly closer to home punt is. Um, not really a punt, I guess, but 
probably the transfer that I'm looking towards, which is to capitalise on those United fixtures, despite the terrible form, which makes it a punt rather than a nailed-on choice. And that's Luke Shaw. Nice. Um, got an assist of the weekend. Yeah, he's. I think he's got two assists in four. And he's just come back, right? He hasn't been playing regularly because I think I checked his... I was looking at him recently and uh, I think when I looked at his history he's had a couple of zeros and that might just be because I United suspended. Cons- ah, I think he because okay. he, he picks up a he's got um, 11 yellow cards this season Jesus. despite only playing like every other week so shame you well. don't get a point for yellow cards <laughs> <laughs> uh, so he's my sort of inside left field choice okay interesting um, I think those clean sheets are both good on paper mm. but severely under threat due to their shocking form mm. but there's attacking gains to be made there mm. I think it's probably a sensible way to end the season and I personally can get rid of a uh, slightly injured Cathcart mm. with 0.5 in the bank and bring in Shaw it seems like a no brainer given that I'm looking pretty strong elsewhere True. Um, those are my two sort of interesting and slightly less interesting uh, things that I'm going to mention uh, can I throw it over to you, Chris? What do you think? That's really interesting, actually, because in my notes that I've written down, um, I've said don't take punts on defenders. Okay. Um, I get. Yeah, I mean, it's not necessarily a punt. It's more. It's it's a yeah, strengthening my yeah. team rather no, than yeah. hail mary. Yeah. No, hail I get hail it. Mary my my last point was word for word. Don't expect clean sheets! Exclamation <laughs> mark. Time three. Um, <laughs> just because you know the end of the season, there's always. Mm. Goals. There's always there was, twists and there turns. Some weird, weird results last week. Um, even, I mean, look at the three 0 Arsenal, uh, Leicester. I didn't even predict that. Yeah, and um, Southampton, Bournemouth, three three. Yeah, like, it's crazy. Some, some of the some of the fixtures in people's teams. You know, Wilsons and Redmonds and Ward Prowse's doing like making big gains for people. So, mm. um, and 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 that kind of was the rationale behind me saying, you know, at this point of the season, my I mean, my my punts are ridiculously plain vanilla but hmm. um, the three I'm saying either take a hit I mean I've also got down here take a punt but not a hit on a punt so in the you thing is the you'd, have to re- you'd have to go against that mantra to get in Salah which is one of my recommendations but I would I would be looking for at the moment for the last two game weeks Pogba, Salah and Aguero um, Pogba because I'm also a big believer of form over fixture, but these two guys are dead. They're dead in the war, and this is Manchester United. And I think the last kind of cup. I mean, you know, one all against Chelsea isn't bad. No, and they. Sh- uh, I went. Uh, Sam and I watched that in the pub, um, and they were okay, which is about as good as they've been mm. for the last six game weeks. Um, yeah, Pogba had a few neat touches, which is what Pogba does, right? He yeah. wasn't. He wasn't terrific. Yeah. Um, but he's got it in him to, to turn up and um, yeah their fixtures are just like as good as it gets right at the start of the season you'd, you'd have them on paper as the two easiest fixtures yeah. of the year um, a lot of people I think are shying away from Pogba at the moment as well because they're worried about uh, potentially him playing deeper but doesn't necessarily mean Oli's going to do that every week right he's playing especially he's playing two Rash- relegated teams injured. yeah um, two relegated teams chasing top four surely you're going to go gung-ho You'd hope so. I'd push Pogba into number ten if I was Oli. Just, just to have a go. Yeah, well, yeah, and like play McTominay and Herrera. Give Pogba an incentive to stay. You know, give him a bit of freedom or an incentive to show why he should. Yes. be kept there. Yeah. 
um, or put him in the shop window and have two stellar performances and add 10 mil to his price tag exactly that's the cynic in me speaking um, and as much as I think United have been piss poor at times this season I don't think Huddersfield Huddersfield for one especially I don't think they're going to put up a massive fight they might get one I'm not talking about clean sheets but attack and returns or even just outright wins Yeah, United have to win both those games if they win both those games they might even get Champions League which yeah, isn't even a big and it's still on it's still absolutely on yeah the other two recommendations, I think, well, one is the title, but two is also Golden Boot. You've got... Um, really tight, isn't it? Salah on 21. Fairly low scoring, but really interesting. Yeah, Aguero and Mane on 20 each. Um, Aguero won't get rotated because he's no, he's not in any other competition, really. I mean, FA Cup, yeah, but um, not until the end of the season Salah I don't think is going to you don't rotate Salah at this time of the season Salah also seems to have come on a fine bit of form as well he really uh, does you know I was I was slagging him off big time in last week's pod but he did play very well against Huddersfield I mean I know it's Huddersfield but he put himself about he took his goal I mean that, that lob over the keeper was very nice um, so I mean, especially if you're in your mini league now, what I think what I would be aiming for is those big hitters that are going to return. Obviously, Pogba's a bit of a left field choice. Um, I'm I'm very tempted to put him in, um, but Salah and Aguero, for me. I mean, I've got Mane. I'm not going to get Salah in because no. it's, it's a bit of a ball leg to get him in. I have Aguero, and um, I so, think they're two safe bets. So if you're going to take a hit, which you're probably going to have to do in order to to touch Salah or probably Aguero. They're your two that you're looking at, and that, I mean, they're nailed on, right? It's hardly breaking news, but yeah, it's, but it's but also. Yeah, I think it, I think one I think one of them is a must. Yeah, but also I think people will be considering Sterling. People will be considering uh, Bilva, Mane. Yeah, I think people will be considering defenders. I won't go for a defender yeah. now. Um, the way I see it is, uh, for me, the end of the season is always a bit of a goal fest. Teams trying to survive, teams trying to get top four. Yeah. For this is the first season in a while where we've had still a relegation mm-hmm. fight, still a top four fight, and still a title fight. Yeah. So I think there's going to be goals, goals, goals. Um, goals, goals, goals. Yeah. Um, so that's that's what I'd go for. Okay. Um, are, there, are there any uh, slightly left field choices that, that were catching your eye? De Gea, yeah, De Gea. I don't think I don't believe for a second that he should be rotated. For no, Romero. I, I don't. Um, but there is always a precedent for the last game of the season a backup keeper getting a a game. Is there? It's sort. It's something that happens. Yeah, for no, teams we, that have nothing to play for. Yeah, if you've got Champions League. Yeah, um, he is probably the best backup keeper in the league. Yeah, you know, a world most experienced. Finalist. Yeah. Uh, I also think the um, the criticism De Gea has been receiving is abysmal. I mean, he in the last kind of f- five to six weeks, yeah. he's made as many cock ups as Loris does in a regular season. But as many cock ups as Loris makes, he's still an exceptional goalkeeper. Mm-hmm. And De Gea, I think, has been stand out for United in a team where it's been they haven't really had much of an yeah. image. Pogba's there sometimes; he's not. De Gea, okay, recently he's been, you know, not every player plays with confidence, but he's still undoubtedly, he could have left Real Madrid on that season where, was it the facts came too late and he yeah. just missed the transfer yeah. window and it was like, oh, he's going to go next season, definitely. And he could have settled in a Real Madrid and become the next Casillas. Yeah. Um, I think they should be 
bloody lucky that he stayed and he's still willing to stay I mean if I was the hair I'd be thinking I'm off this seat I'm off this summer there'll be plenty of clubs in Europe I mean I know at the moment this is probably one of the best times we're having for goalkeepers when you think about yeah there aren't uh, there aren't many big European clubs shopping rounds for goalkeepers to be honest Juventus seem to have ushered Chesney into Buffon's shoes but I feel like he's not necessarily the best fit for them like Mm. of all of the big clubs in Europe they're the ones that could potentially be on the hunt for a goalkeeper mm. I don't, I, I, for some reason as well I don't feel feel like Courtois is going to be staying at you know, uh, Madrid no no you know he's been dropped a couple of times from Navas big money <laughs> It's um, an interesting one. Yeah, I mean, I'm not saying. I mean, he was linked with Madrid in the yeah. past. Last year felt like yeah. Last year was the summer of the goalkeepers. I feel like most of them will stay put this year. But I, I kind of agree with what you're saying about De Gea. It's almost like he's better in a side that's completely under the cosh. I know United haven't been good this year, but um, you know, a bit like a completely different sort of level but Fabianski is sort of seems like a player that thrives when the ball is coming at him constantly mm. and like he'll concede a few sure but he'll make some great saves yeah and from an FPL point of view he'll make a lot of saves yeah it seems like De Gea is more in that mould than someone like Edison who might only have to make a save every six games mm. but he's terrific with the ball at his feet and when he does have to make that save he will make it mm. Um, De Gea does lack that footballing ability mm. with his feet mm. and it's almost like he's a bit, he's harking back to what a goalkeeper was five years ago it feels like either he needs to I can't see him like changing the way he plays to turn into an Allison and Edison or a no because he's a shot stopper he's a shot stopper he? and in the right side that's fantastic I oh, I see know. what you're coming. So I'd, you're basically I'd, saying for United, for United stature, they should. It have depends. A, it depends a, what a, their strategy plan. is. Yeah. United need a strategy. They need some direction. They have none at the moment. They have zero, especially in defence. It's just a glob of that back four. Is I mean, can, well, is there is there? were there when Fergie was there that played against Barcelona. I think Smalling, Jones, and Young. It was only one one whoever it was. Damian might have played. I can't remember that. Yeah, there's Darmian, there's Downart, there's, there's uh, Lindelof. Yeah, and Lindelof's probably the pick of the bunch. Lindelof and Bailly, you know, that, that sounds, like, as well now, sounds like a good centre-back pairing, Lindelof and Bailly, based on the money showed out for them. Yeah, uh, I think, if I think I mean, obviously in the, last, in the last episode of the pod we can do potential predictions for next season, but I think United defence assets will go down massively in price next year. But if they can make some one or two signings, there, yeah. yeah. If De Gea stays, yeah. you know he, he'll probably what if he comes down to five point five. That's a steal, right? Yeah, absolutely. What was he six point five at the start of the season? I'm he, not I sure. think he was. He was definitely one of the more expensive because they players. had a, they had because under Mourinho, obviously last year they had a good clean sheet season. I think they had eighteen clean sheets last year. Yeah, um, I think he's on seven this year. Um, yeah, it's sad. It's pretty poor. Yeah, but again, he's got a piss poor defender in front of him. Yeah. Okay. De Gea is an interesting one. I'm glad we touched on that, mm. um, and not just to talk about his three errors in his last five games or something. Um, and also, as well, the teams that the the big teams are playing. Uh, you know, United playing Leicester. Leicester just put three past Arsenal. I'm yeah. sure they'll be up for it. So um, yeah. and Liverpool playing Wolves in the last game of the season. I'm sure Wolves will be up for it. So I don't think there's any guaranteed clean sheets with those two. You have to look at the fixtures on this one. I think Huddersfield and Cardiff. They'll both be down probably by the time. Well, Huddersfield are Cardiff. Okay, soon to be. 
Um, so you you are airing, airing towards fixtures over form necessarily, especially a, when it's these two. Choice. Yeah, especially when it's these two. It's not even like you know what were you saying? Um, your your uh, your suggestion was Mitrovic, right? Yeah. Newcastle was the last fixture, yeah. but Wolves were a bit sticky, right? These are Huddersfield and Cardiff, yeah. man. They're they're championship already. Um, anyway, that's what we would hunt, uh, punt and hit on. Uh, the second that question could have gone worse. No, could have gone very worse. <laughs> second question was, what will we be doing in the off season? So, what will we be doing this summer? There's no World Cup. So no, no World fantasy Cup. World Cup. No yeah. fantasy Euros. <sighs> what will you be doing, Reese? Taking a well-earned break, yeah. to be honest. Um, it's hard work doing this pod, It really it? is. You wouldn't believe it. Um, yeah, my hand is to the grindstone constantly. I don't know. I'll be keeping... I think it will be... What do you normally do? Like, if there's no from an World Cup in Europe, view, yeah. Are you, are you one of these guys that... I'm, I'm, you wait until Chris emails you and says, oh, the league's open. 100%. Yeah. I, okay. Yeah, I won't... I'll be honest. I'll. It's a relief for me when the season ends. Especially this year. Especially this year. <laughs> but most years, it's a bit of a like, a, okay, I can just switch off mm. um, and enjoy the, the Champions League final and the FA Cup final. Mm. And if there's a World Cup, you know, enjoy that. Mm. Loved it. Um, Although we did do a World Cup. FDL. We did do a World Cup. FDL, yeah, yeah. Um, but they're, they're all a bit crap. Yeah, like yeah. I, they're very easy to get bored in. Yeah, you know, yeah, if yeah. Neymar doesn't score and he's your captain. And in the end, it's games, a bit silly, isn't it, when yeah. you have two teams and you're yeah. trying to fill your team with um, those two teams. So yeah, they never quite work. Um, I'll be honest. I'm very much. Uh, I'll switch off until two weeks before the season starts. Mm-hmm. Then I'll start taking a look at who's come in into the Premier League um, obviously with a World Cup I was saying earlier to you I think Chris early with a World Cup your scout is done for you by watching the World Cup Yeah. because you know 50% of the players that come into a Premier League after World Cup will have had a good World Cup it's great isn't it yeah so you, you'll have you'll have scouted Sakura, do you remember him Sakura for Spurs yeah. you had a couple I've, of terrific games as well Ivory Coast him and Huddleston in the midfield I remember proper engine run Arshavin <laughs> yeah had a really good was it Euros for Russia yeah um, there are always a few uh, it's fun to watch them come in but obviously none of that this year um, so yeah I'll be me personally I'll be sort of take, taking some time away from FPL and I'll only really switch back on maybe two weeks before mm. when I'll start drafting some teams yeah. um, getting some ideas I think that's something that I will take a bit more seriously this year than in previous years um, is that drafting because normally I chuck together a team two weeks before and then forget about it for two weeks and then a day before like oh I guess that'll do and it's got I don't know some guy I've never heard of in it uh, you know yeah. but this year I think I'll be a bit more methodical with my initial starting lineup mm. and try and cover people mm. just so because this year I was behind from the get go I had a great first week and it's just been downhill since then <laughs> whereas I think next year I'll try and cover people more from the start to give me a more interesting time in the second half of the year mm. but um, does that is that what you're going to do Chris or do yeah. you tend to look at it through throughout the summer no I mean I'll, I'll obviously watch Spurs yeah. uh, pre-season and like, transfer news will keep will keep up on but I can't exactly. see anything magical happening this summer it'll be the, the hidden gems I think we need to keep a look out for yeah and I think the, the biggest the biggest sucker I am for the new FPL season is I always take a punt on a championship player or a new mm-hmm. player 
and um, assessing your yeah and, and and we shouldn't a jotter yeah <laughs> <laughs> would you believe and we shouldn't really we should just set up with Van D- like for example next season Van Dyke Aguero Mane yeah those sort of, but they're always like right. I'm, I'm already thinking oh Pookie how many goals did he get in the championship? <laughs> oh, he's got all Billy Sharp. He always scores. <laughs> and the thing is, I know I'll be tempted towards yeah. those. Um, unfortunately, to get the our mini league going, I have to create my team. So, oh, okay, um, you're the instigator. Especially if there's a, I mean, there there are a couple of people that you know we know that only play in our mini league as yeah. well, and I want them to at least know that they can get into the mini league. Um, so I'll probably create a a, a very yeah. very brief team but I would this season especially leave it yeah go well, on holiday leave it because yeah. so the first fixture is 10th of August is it yeah okay. I won't I don't think I'll look at it until the end of July August and then I'll pick a team and stick with it because the last couple of summers I've picked a team um, I've changed it and I've changed it and I've changed it and all those changes you make you're just asking for regret yeah basically because you bring in Pookie you're changing for Billy Sharp then you'll change it all together and bring in Aguero yeah. and the first game Pookie will score a hat trick yeah. don't do it don't do it to yourself because you're going to torment yourself all season yeah, yeah we have been by right? the time the season starts you'll have had half the half the players in the game in so exactly. at some point you'll be like oh I had it I had it and, yeah. Oh, yeah you know exactly. I had this many points so exactly. I'd say don't torture yourself but it'll be interesting to, like if it'll be interesting to hear what you guys speak to the listeners here what you guys do um, I mean this year we will spend some of our summer probably like two minutes of it setting up a league for um, anyone that's listening to join uh, yeah we're going to do a, we're we, going to do a 4-4 F2 league yeah, right? we, we can we, we don't talk that we probably talk more about mini leagues tonight than we have done in the whole like mm. in any pod before but um, we can speak about it a bit more uh, in depth next year and keep tabs on who's where um, for all the listeners mm. or all those listeners You'll be able to see so for yourselves how bad Reese Jones actually is. They won't. <laughs> they won't. They won't be able to see. You'll win it. You'll win it, won't you? And they'll be like, hang on a minute, I've been hustled. I'm a dark horse, yeah. <laughs> this guy said he's uh, terrible and he just won the league <laughs> by 100 clear points. Yeah, that's the plan. Um, I, I might do some, I might do a bit of analysis this summer, like go a bit deeper than I have before, look well, at points per million. And especially if we're doing this pod, right? Yeah, I think we'll, we, can, right. we can touch on a couple over the summer, maybe yeah. do one in June. Yeah, I think we'll, in dip in, we'll dip in with, maybe with a couple of. Uh, monthly ones over the summer just to touch base and talk about whether any of the transfers are catching our eyes exactly. things like that my, my dad yesterday said to me oh you've seen uh, Spurs are after that Roma youngster never heard of him no. I mean, uh, Zaniolo or Daniolo yeah. never heard of him I mean but... we, we could probably do a whole episode on the Ajax players that will be coming to the Premier League next year yeah well um, you know I was saying to my dad yesterday Ericsson like the whole Sanchez, of the Spurs team all the right? world of a Tongan let's go and get the leaks <laughs> I can't get you can't get the young because he's already at Barcelona yeah. but I mean, there's a couple. Was of it just those there. four, the four players that were at Ajax for Spurs? Van der Vaart, but Janssen, the ones that are still here. Janssen, Janssen was at. Um, was he, he was at AZ Alkmaar. Oh, was he? Okay, yeah. interesting. Yeah. Um, but yeah, there's such a. You could have a whole podcast on Janssen, yeah. couldn't you? A whole episode yeah. on. I, I, I was looking at Toby. He had um, he had a tattoo that looked like an Ajax. Have you seen the back of the Ajax shirt with the three crosses? No. It's a sort oh of yeah, 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 yeah. Sorry, I have, yeah, yeah. Like he had that on his arm, so it's like. I, but I couldn't quite make it out but I mean the Ajax fans were a very very sweet and cheering for Zongan when he went down yeah um, and then Van der Vaart actually came out at half time oh did he uh, and, I, so, did you see they had uh, Edgar Davids in the, doing the punditry yeah that's that and I'd, it took me five minutes before I was like 
It's because he played for Spurs. That's I, know, why. I remember when Edgar Davids, bearing in mind Edgar Davids, when he came to Spurs, I was like, wow. Yeah. That for me, that for me was the first sign that wow. I mean, okay, he was what 34, 35 yeah, but we've just got Edgar Davids. Was he on? Wasn't he on the front of FIFA two thousand three? Mm-hmm. Yeah, with yeah. Giggs and Carlos. Yeah, and it's the uh, same. And it's the same with. Um, when we got Van der Vaart, I remember, yeah, Van, I remember Van seeing the news. A, Van der Vaart was a turning point. Yeah, really. I was like, wow, Van at, der Vaart. At the price as well. It wasn't as if Spurs... Sorry, we're diverting a bit from a yeah, there, but sorry. we're just... Um, yeah, Van der Vaart was such a steal. That felt like a huge turning point that you didn't have to go out and lay down 50 mil for... No. A, uh, that fi- not 50 mil at the time, but, you know, 25 mil yeah, for yeah, that yeah. kind of player. He actually wanted to come. And he was only there for two seasons. Oh, he and he so and good. he is and he still is a fan favorite. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. He scored so many crucial goals as well. Yeah, I mean, he, he said at half time, you know, the best memories were going to win at the Emirates, two 0 down, three two. Great times, great times. Without, I mean, when you think about the players that Spurs have had, they always seem to come at different times, and it's like, yeah. I mean, it's quite there's nice like that Son and Kane crossover between Bale and you know, yeah, uh, a Berbatov, Bale and, and Berbatov, Bale and Van der Vaart. Can you imagine the same team? Yeah. Oh. Did Bale play with Kane? They, yeah, they'd have played the odd. Yeah, game, when when right? when Kane was really like, coming through, you don't think of them on the same. You, they're no. completely different people, right? But completely different. I can't, players. I can't, I can't imagine them having a conversation. It's just different, completely different. But yeah, Bale, Bale is completely different now, though, isn't he? Yeah, he's on. Yeah, a there's talks about he's on, di- he's on a different planet, but his salary holds him back from coming back to yeah, Earth. Exactly. I mean, uh, so apparently the sun, the sun reported today that Ericsson has made a verbal acceptance so to go to. Yeah, well, it well, I mean, it's come from the summer. Exactly. But Ericsson's going to Madrid. Yeah. Um, but there was talks about. I don't think that's a sensible purchase from Madrid. I don't think he's. No, no, not I mean, if they're going to go and get Hazard. Yeah. I mean, yeah, Ericsson. Yeah. For I think Ericsson, a, a club like Tottenham is good for Ericsson at the moment. I, I think don't so. think Ericsson is better than Tottenham. No. Especially this season. Anyway, we're digressing. And everyone wants to know who we picked in last man stand. Yeah. Especially Tommy P going on about that away record. Um, so shall we talk about Tommy P's pick first uh, yeah this might need a whole section of its own just to discuss why you've chosen them. I mean I did ask him and he said this but phenomenal he, away he's, record he's in, he's in the realm of Hail Mary's right so yeah and also um, as well he's been under some sun maybe he's got some heat stroke or he's just and in his mind I guess this fiver would have been lost already yeah, bearing so, in mind. Oh, so hang should on. we talk about what happened? Yeah. <laughs> so I went Spurs. I went Newcastle. And God knows why. And well, obviously Spurs lost. Newcastle drew. Yeah, away at Brighton. So as gentlemen, Reese and I decided to roll over. Double uh, or nothing. Yeah, we've brought Tommy P back into the fold. Um, and we've also put an extra fiver in to the, vir- to the virtual bank that's how it works mate is that news yeah that's definitely news to me oh I don't want to lose that so when it gets big bucks oh, big God. big bucks so Tommy P came back into the fold I don't know if he knew that when he put Crystal Palace <laughs> well <laughs> he does now <laughs> so yeah uh, Tom picked Crystal Palace on their phenomenal away form yeah. who are they playing Cardiff Oh, Cardiff away that, Cardiff needs to stay up they have to win though right um, Bluebirds versus they, the Eagles they haven't looked like they didn't look like beating Fulham I didn't see the highlights but it seemed like they only turned up for the last 10 you know Cardiff will go and beat they have, now yeah the Bluebirds <laughs> against the Eagles the Eagles are probably favourites in, in, in they would destroy bird, bird Bluebird, they? What the Bluebirds um, just chirp <laughs> yeah uh, Eagles yeah. saw yeah it's a sensible sensible bid but not when you can not pick when, City uh, or Liverpool. Not when we've completely reset. Yeah. Um, I guess for me and you, we have to um, rock, paper, scissors, right? Yeah, rock, paper, scissors for Liverpool, right? <laughs> for Liverpool, really? 
That's what you think. Okay. One, two, three. Are you? I, I think that's the first time I've ever won rock paper. You're on the up, Reese. Yes. Oh. Reese beat me uh, paper to rock. Yeah, I did. Thank you. For, thank you for putting that in there. Um, okay, I am going to. I have to go to Liverpool. I have to go see. I'm not. I'm not. I'm City. City. I'm going to lose it to Leicester. So. Um, I have to go for the ones where it matters, and I think Newcastle was easier. I think if Liverpool slip up. It'll be the last game of the season. Really, I don't. In true Liverpool fashion. I don't see them slipping up and it affecting the title because City will win both their remaining games. But I, I think Wolves will be a stern test last game of the season. We've talked about them being the Robin Hood club, um, and I think that would be like the ultimate act of Robin Hoodness. Yeah. To give to give the title to some Qatari billionaires. Nice, fair. Before we finish. First, I'd just like to say 11 minutes in 0-0 Barcelona-Liverpool. No, I completely forgot what was going on. It's all right, no worries. That's what I'm here for. <laughs> Second, what's your views on the PFA Player of the Year and Young Player of the Year? Um, I would have picked Van Dijk. For Player of the Year? Yep, 100%. I agree. I think Sterling's been stunning, but not stunning enough compared to the similar players at his level. Mm-hmm. You know, that. I know we shouldn't just measure this by numbers, goals and assists, but he's there's a lot of players around here. Hazard, Mane, Salah, Sterling. You know, there's there's a lot of players floating yeah. around that 20 goals, 10 assists mark. Yeah. And I don't feel like Sterling has been elevated like Salah was last year mm. enough mm-hmm. to sort of jump out from that group. I'd mm-hmm. say he's probably had the best season of those. He's still on form with the, like line in line with Aguero, right? Yeah. Turning up. Yeah. Doing the business. Yeah. I'd, I'd say he's been the best of those four players that I just mentioned but Van Dijk has transformed Liverpool unquestionably they've had like a, a Liverpool's defence like which 20, has transformed it's like a 26 Liverpool, point yeah. swing from last year yeah. which I think must be attributable to their defence we wouldn't have picked Liverpool defenders last year mm. Robertson no, maybe for yeah, attacking yeah, yeah, points yeah, yeah. but and I think oh. a credit, uh, the biggest credit is to, to Van Dijk is he doesn't have a centre-back pairing, really. No. You know, when you think about... The great um, sides of the past were Carvalho yeah. and Terry. Yeah, yeah. Um, Ferdinand Vidic. Ferdinand Vidic, exactly. Or even, you know, I'm going back to Spurs now, Vertonghen and Alderweireld, yes, they're there. It's, a, it's, but it's an established... Van Dijk team. had... He started with Lovren. Yeah. Then he went to Matip. Best defender in the world. Jumped in, of course. Jumped in with Gomez. Yeah. Back to it's Matip. Good fun for a bit. And then, like, he's had three... He is the... Everson. Yeah, he's. I think he's. I know this shouldn't be what's judged on either, but he's. If you took him out of that side, he's a huge, huge loss compared to what Sterling would be for City. Yes, and and exact. That's not what the PFA player is is about. But I think he's he's been the best player for me this year. He's just been totemic. He's been brilliant, mm. and his compo like. Yeah, I could. And, watch, and, he, and he's chipped in with goals as well. He's yeah. not just been a defender, right? Yeah. Um, sorry, I, I'm conscious that was all my opinion. Do you agree or are you. Oh, you haven't t- touched on young players? Um, it, well, it's. Young players, my issue with it is. And th- I think this is something that they've talked about on The Guardian, possibly. I saw a City fan tweet this as well, and then he also said that Kane won it at 23, yeah, 24. Yeah, it's. Milner won it, apparently. Yeah, like, it's potentially something that maybe should be down to experience. Rather, rather than, than age yeah so maybe, I mean what about Delict is he going to win it in five years time yeah you know it's, these players could have you know wins four Champions Leagues yeah you know it's, it's just, I just think it's weird that a player um, could win 
young player of the year being five years into their professional career having won numerous Premier League yeah I think I think it either needs to be the season where you make your first Premier League appearance obviously that wouldn't work for a a 32 year old coming in and playing his first Premier League appearance but you know you can strain it by age and experience Um, and then you're looking at people like Wan-Bissaka or Doherty who are the ones that have surprised I think I'm not uh, sure how old is Doherty I've no idea I, I agree with I completely agree with you on Wan Bissaka. Um it's it's this I think young Declan Rice. Yeah, young players should be someone that's come out of the woodwork. Yeah, I, I, I see young player as like greenhorns. Yeah. You know, and full credit to Sterling, but Sterling is not a greenhorn, is no. he? Um, he's a, like, he's a seasoned he's way vet. Past that. He's like, yeah. he's he's a great That's why he's so good. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, and that's why he's considered for PFA player of the year. Yeah. And maybe it's even a case of if you're on one, you're not on the other. Because I always found it weird when Bale won both. He did, didn't he? Yeah. Like, I, I just yeah. if you if you if you win PFA Player of the Year and you're nominated for Young yeah. Player, you you win Young Player by default, right? Yeah. Um, so yeah, I think the definitions need to be looked at. It's not the be all and end all. It's a fun award. I like the PFA Player of the Year, but mm. the only I thing I don't like is that they have to cast it at that time, mm. not at the end of the season. I agree. Like, a bit silly, but there's there's an app for that, guys. Like. I can run a survey now from my computer it because it's like the team of the season right Pogba's in it everyone's, yeah, everyone's raising their it's eyebrows it's no hazard yeah um, yeah it's a bit of a questionable one um, but I agree with you on Van Dijk yeah. I think I think he's been I think he's I can play devil's advocate and throw in some other players but no one really but you, and, and, I, and you said you shouldn't look at it but I think you do have to look at how vital they are to the team yeah you can take he's brought them you up can take Hazard out and live, yeah. um, and and Chelsea have been still pretty meh yeah. you can take Pogba out but yeah out, like, out. I'd, I'd argue that Hazard Pogba Sun elevate their teams more than Sterling elevate City but that's because City's level is so high yeah I like agree. They, they could win a title without Sterling they wouldn't have done this year Yeah, probably any other year they would have yeah. done and I think you also have to look around the players like going back to Van Dijk right? he mm. doesn't have that solid guy next to him no whereas Sterling, Sterling has and Sane and, like, and Sane and, De Bruyne, and Aguero no. whereas there's been times where Sun's <coughs> had no Kane yeah. and he's been the, the, the only guy yeah um, so like Sterling's had a terrific season and I'm really pleased for how he's developed like on and off the field this year and and I just hope he goes on leaps and bounds with England as well yeah in in this new kind of yeah. maybe strike yeah it seems a while since we were talking England um, but Nations Nations League over the summer oh. I guess isn't it that's our summer plans podcast <laughs> uh, is it in Portugal I don't I know I feel like it's in Portugal and I think it might we're be there. to Portugal in the yeah, summer it might be there um, yeah Let's do it. I think it might be tough to catch some football during the, the off season, um, but yeah, it might catch some Nations League. Maybe that's why flights are expensive. <laughs> Maybe. Let's take a look. Anyway, Maybe. we'll get back to you on that one. Yeah. Um, anything more you wanted to add, Chris? No, no. I mean, young player, I kind of agree with you. I I think it should be there for players like Wan Bissaka. Yeah. Who really like breakthrough. Yeah. I remember listening to um, an FPL podcast around a year ago and people were talking about Wan-Bissaka and I'd never heard of him because yeah. he literally broke into the Palace team this time last season yeah. and he's come on leaps and bounds he's quality he, he really is good yeah. um, so maybe maybe it's yeah and it should be considered as you're not as you're not as good as player of the player of the otherwise you'd win it right yeah um, so I mean yeah it feels a bit of a a bit of a robbery to those sort of players when Sterling wins it yeah 
but Sterling deserves credit as well because yeah. well, I mean I'm, I'm, I still think Sterling was probably better last season I think he scored more goals last season he was on fire when he was he was literally scoring every certainly game. towards the end of the year yeah. he was um, he pulled them towards that 100 point mark almost single handedly mm. yeah um, but yeah no cool well we'll um, try and be try and be back next week I know we had a big break off a couple of weeks ago didn't we but um, try and be back next week and driving on to the end of the season episode probably Uh, certainly for this season yeah so we'll um, we'll be back next week to talk about our final week predictions Um, there might be a couple of chips floating around for some of us that are lucky enough to have them left Um, although we'll be careful not to let let out too many strategies with Chris being very competitive um, with everyone else in his mini league Um, and then we'll be back for probably the final episode of the season after that with a bit of a probably a pretty long episode an extended wash up we'll look back to our predictions at the start of the we year we can do our own PFA uh, we can do our own we PFA can do our for, we can set our own to our own um, sort of restrictions on who should be eligible um, we can do our FPL manager of the year yeah surely that has to be done by who's top right <laughs> or maybe you deserve it for being so for, for still willing to do this for still, for still willing to do this still podcast turning up on a Wednesday to actually talk about something that I have no idea about we could also look into the predictions we made at the beginning of the year yeah I've got the I've got the envelope on my uh, notice board yeah. unopened um, mine are terrible I still yeah. remember one I remember right. exactly what I put Juventus are long out of the Champions League they were, I remember what, what you said about where Spurs were finishing as well mate know, that's, that's what, ingrained yeah, that scarred me for life I'm looking that's, forward to that that, that was almost one of the um part of the tinder that lit this podcast initially was me saying that I thought Spurs would finish sixth I think it was was, wasn't it and then it was exacerbated by Tom saying that Shaka was better than Dembele yeah ridiculous yeah he's not here to defend that position and neither Um, is Dembele he's in China now true Um, but Dembele respect (laughs) anyway (laughs) right Um, yeah we'll catch you next week hopefully guys Um, we'll stick it on Reddit give us your comments enjoy a week off we'll tweet our teams mine's looking in pretty good shape already Um, we didn't actually say what we do very quickly I think I am going to do that Shaw transfer I mentioned yeah um, shoring for Cathcart seems a bit of a no-brainer I'm probably going to do it right now actually nice um, I think I'm going to explore Pogba cool explore away um, and yeah see you guys next week see you guys